Log Talk Radio. Welcome to Fearless Generations with Terry Singer and Kelly Fox. Hello and welcome to Fearless Generations, 12 Steps to Freedom. We are talking Step 5 tonight, Accountable. And tonight we're talking proactive behaviors as well as integration because this is the last week of the month, or the last Monday of the month. So, how are you doing tonight, Terry? I'm doing just great. Thank you very much. I am glad to hear it. We welcome you. And I am Kelly Fox, your host of Fearless Generations, and we are happy to bring the 12 Steps to Freedom to you. Um, and just a, a note for those who might be new to the show tonight, all of this information comes from the Fearless Living Institute and Rhonda Britton, the founder and CEO And if you'd like to know more about Fearless Living, please go to fearlessliving.org and you can find out more about Rhonda Britton and what the Fearless Living Institute has to offer, like classes and workshops and all that good stuff. We are also happy and pleased to have on the show tonight our favorite guest, Coach Trish. How are you doing tonight, Trish? I'm doing great, and I'm so excited to be with you guys. Yay. We are excited to have you, too. <laughs> we are lucky that Trish stays up super late for us once a month and comes on the show for the integration call, and we love having you. Tonight, you're doing double and proactive behaviors. Mm. So we're excited. Yes. Mm. We're excited <laughs> to get it going. So how about you start off with what is accountable to you, um, and then we can um, go forward with um, how proactive behaviors are a supportive tool. Trish? Did she leave? Her phone number is still there. Hmm. All right, well, I guess until Trish comes back, (laughs) we'll talk about (laughs) it. So we've been talking this whole month about being accountable and how it can sometimes feel like a bad thing, but it really is a thing that supports us in being um, able to get things done and to live the life that we want. And so, Terry, why don't you start off by saying how, what, uh, what are your proactive behaviors and how does that supports you in being accountable to yourself well and i like to equate uh accountable with uh the word responsible they they kind of are synonyms to me and the mm-hmm. basic uh foundational practices of fearless living are compassion honesty and responsibility so i i think accountability and responsibility to me mean mean the same thing so probably one of my most effective proactive behaviors is <clears throat> doing my uh, gratitude journal. I do Mm -hmm. my gratitude journal every day. And in that 
I write down, I filter my world, world through gratitude, and then I also write an intention, which keeps me focused on what I want to uh, accomplish. And I write acknowledgments, which is an opportunity for me to have compassion and to recognize the things I've been responsible for, the steps I've taken to grow, to fill the gap. Uh, this year I'm uh, focusing on the word alignment. And so I want to fill the gap between being aligned with my values and my thoughts, words, and actions. So that's mm-hmm. a way that I can uh, can stay responsible and accountable to whom I want to be. And so for me, that's 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 it. It's being responsible for my goals, my dreams, how I want to show up, uh, and what I want to uh, accomplish. So that's awesome. My gratitude journal is one of my proactive uh, behaviors that I do to support myself in being compassionate, honest, and responsible or accountable. Awesome. I love it. And Trish is back. We're glad to have her. <laughs> Thanks. I'm not sure what happened. Can you hear me? <laughs> yep. We can hear you now. Mm. I was going to say, I'm not sure so, what happened. I had a technical glitch. We, I guess. I don't know. But we're happy to have you back and to move forward with you. Um, did you hear my previous question? I did. I could hear you loud and clear. And I was all excited <laughs> to talk about accountable. <laughs> of course, because when I start, first started work, working with Fearless Living, you know, accountable was, you know, not a very pretty word for me. It really had an, I had a negative perception of it. You know, and it mm-hmm. was very reminiscent of, or for me, it meant responsibility, commitment, and, um, you know, ownership, which, you know, yes, those are all really what it means. But to me, that had a negative connotation. So really working through Fearless Living, I was able to turn that around and really see how being accountable really helped me move forward. And, you know, mm-hmm. Terry was just talking about compassion, honesty, and personal responsibility, and I completely agree with that. Um, you know, being compassionate with myself to, you know, understand more about being accountable and being honest with myself about what my goals were. And then, you know, taking personal responsibility for, you know, my dreams and, you know, being accountable to make things happen for myself. So, Mm -hmm. um, you know, I really had quite a journey to, to learn more about accountable and to take it from that negative negative feeling or connotation around it and really make it into something that was more inspiring for myself and, and really more of a tool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that yeah. when we, we think about accountability without compassion, we tend to beat ourselves up. And I think that's where, that's where I was. I, before fearless living, I was a perfectionist and I felt like if I didn't do everything I said, I would do and check everything else, off, you know, everything off my list or, you know, just be be perfect, uh, and that's an impossibility. So I was always falling short and then beating myself up. And so I think that's why I found the gratitude journal, which includes the acknowledgments, as such a, an effective tool for me because I could see those small steps that I was taking. My intention was to, to see the world through a filter of gratitude and then to acknowledge myself for the steps that I was taking to you know, fill the gap. And, and so that uh, fearless living really helped me to, uh, to recognize the, the, how important compassion was in the role of, of accountability. And I think the, 
just allowing myself to practice, and that's a part of the intention, mm-hmm. right? The daily intention is allowing myself to be willing to practice those things and not feel like I had to, I should, I must accomplish each thing each day, but it was a willingness to practice and move forward. Even if it was a small step today and maybe I stayed static the next day, but I was still <laughs> had the tool to keep moving myself forward by recording my acknowledgments and my gratitudes. Mm-hmm. Yep, I completely agree with yeah. that for me. Um, you know, I use stress, risk, or die and, and, you know, outlining my goals and using my intentions to kind of set the pace on, you know, where I wanted to be and the things I wanted to accomplish and what, you know, what my ultimate goals were. You know, so I was able to use that stress, risk, or die to see where fear was yeah. coming up and start moving those things forward. You know, I have a tendency to feel overwhelmed um, when I have too many tasks or when I feel like I'm not making progress. So acknowledgement, well, so stretch, risk, or die and, you know, listing my goals out into smaller tasks and then really using acknowledgements to help me recognize how I was moving myself forward and to keep myself accountable um, yeah. really were powerful tools for me for, you know, in terms of accountability. Yeah, yeah. I love that. I love, I and love I, that. I think another way of thinking of accountable is that I count to um, and so I feel like anything that supports us in taking care of ourselves, um, you know, filling our, making sure that our, our love tank, our self love tank is full, um, can really support us in, um, staying accountable to ourselves or staying, um, in that mindset that, that we matter, that we count as well. And so our desires and, um, our dreams and our aspirations for ourselves um, count too and need to be higher on that priority list. Um, I just, I just supported um, a workshop in LA with Rhonda Britton where she talked a lot about needs and all of the participants wrote down their needs, but they weren't and how, you know, they needed this from their partner. Or they needed this from someone who they wanted to be their partner or, or a friend or a coworker or anyone that they're in a, they're trying to build a relationship with. And it was really interesting to see that those needs that they had or those love roles um, is what they were called at another point in the workshop, um, that they weren't doing those things for themselves. They were wanting somebody else to come in and to do that. And I think that when we can recognize that we have a need and then we go about trying to get that need met, now we may not be able to meet that need by ourselves. We might need to interact with someone else or ask for help or, you know, um, or whatever it might be for that need to be met. But we take responsibility for that need because we count, right? We matter. And to be accountable to ourselves and to the dreams and aspirations that we have for ourselves, we need to make sure that we are taking care of ourselves first. I think that's a really important point. Because, you know, if you're not taking care of yourself, you definitely can't take care of other people and you can't expect other people to take care of you either. I mean, that's that's a true expectation that you would have you know, you'd be looking to other people to satisfy your needs, right? But I think it's mm-hmm. a huge awareness when you realize, you know, what are, what are the needs that you can actually fulfill yourself 
And where, what are the needs that you actually need somebody else to fulfill? And then how do you go mm-hmm. about getting that? So that's, that's part of being accountable too is understanding, you know, that you need other people to be engaged with some of these things. You can't be fearless alone, right? You need support. So true. You know, making that happen and making that happen. I mean, that's just another step, mm-hmm. I think, in, in being accountable. So, Kelly, that's a great point. I'm glad you brought that up. I sometimes forget about that. Not, not that I can, yeah. but that, you know, you have these needs and to really look at them objectively and with awareness. Yeah. Yeah, thank you. I think that's yeah, really, I think that really is really important. important to... <laughs> Go ahead, Terry. Oh, I just think that... Uh... The responsibility or the accountability for asking asking for others, you know, for what you need is really sometimes um, if you if you're a recovering perfectionist like I am, sometimes that's hard to to reach out and connect and be vulnerable. But that's yep. really a part of accountability, and I think that that's mm-hmm. taking responsibility for. Uh, being open and present with others and having connections that can go deep. And I think that vulnerability is, is a doorway into building those kinds of relationships that are reciprocal where you can ask for what you need and the other person can ask for what they need as well in a relationship. And that's with your kids, your spouse, your parents, your friends, whomever, your partner, that mm-hmm. that you have that degree of openness and vulnerability with each other just uh, helps that that whole um, landscape of accountability and responsibility in a relationship. So I think mm-hmm. that that's a great awareness and, um, and the joy and the, the depth of, of the relationship can become so rigorous and, and rich because of that willingness to be vulnerable and open. <clears throat> yeah. And it's definitely a proactive behavior, right? Um you know, self-care and taking care of yourself and putting yourself as a priority in your life is definitely a proactive behavior. And if you find yourself being a little snippy or you're irritated or whatnot, you can also ask yourself, okay, what is it in this moment that I need? Mm-hmm. Yep. You know, what do, what do I, what do I need right now that I'm not, that I'm not getting? You know, and it probably has nothing to do with the thing that's irritating you, <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. But it's this—it's triggering this need that you have that you haven't that you haven't fulfilled yet, or that you haven't met, or has constantly been overlooked. Um, and I think that that's you know a really important awareness that you can have as well, um, so that you can start feeling. Um, that need, and then things like that aren't going to be as irritating, believe it or not. Right. And I think another key part about that, you know, realizing that you need other people to satisfy some of your needs and to be willing to ask for that is, you know, if you've been hurt in the past, and I, I think this is something that I, that kept me from being vulnerable for so many years is that I had run into situations where, you know, I had tried to be vulnerable or I had asked for help. And, you know, it was unfulfilled, right? Or I was hurt mm-hmm. in the process. And I think that, you know, my awareness around around that asking for those needs to be met was that I, I still needed to do some forgiveness work, whether for myself or for the situation or for another person, in order to really be able to be vulnerable and to move forward in that step. So, you know, it's not always like, oh, you know, I'm going to, 
uh, I'm going to define all my needs and then I'm going to decide that I, or I, I'm going to know that I can do these and I'm going to need to reach out for these ones. And then I'm just going to do that. Like sometimes there's additional work that has to happen to allow you to be, you know, to feel safe to do that or to allow you Absolutely. to feel, you know, to do that in freedom. So, you know, it's, there are steps to that. And I definitely had to, my journey included that. I definitely had to take those steps. So, you know, accountability is, can be challenging, but it can also be one of the most freeing things because it really helps you build confidence and, you know, you see forward movement and, you know, my wholeness is personal power. So, you know, for me, being accountable and completing things and getting the support I need or asking for what I need is a huge step in reaching my wholeness. So it can be a really Absolutely. amazing process or a part of your journey. Yeah, I think another yeah. another thing that uh, a part of that that really resonates with me is that, um, and it's another step, and it's another step in the pathway to freedom, and it comes later. But all of these steps really are synergistic, and they, you know, you can jump around to one to the other to uh, reach your wholeness and to to live in freedom is uh, the the ability to and the willingness to surrender. And I think probably for me that that helps me with my my responsibility and and accountability is that i i i surrender to god's will you know and so sometimes that really allows me to go through some tough times and just be able to say thy will be done and and really feel that and have that be my guiding principle as well and be responsible to that um that faith and that feeling that i have that all things you know, are going to come out for good in the end. So even though we experience some real hurts in our lives and disappointments in our life, if we surrender to the journey and the process, we can, uh, we can still be in that, have that lens of gratitude and acknowledge our progress as we go through those times by surrendering to the journey. And I think that that's a level of responsibility I've only reached in probably the last five years of my life. <laughs> that's pretty evolved, yeah. I think. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but I think it's important to know that it's you know you it's you know there's always time. You know, it's never too late to start to you know shift your filter and um, you know, do do things differently. Yeah. And from an energetic standpoint, when you start to change, the world around you changes, right? I mean, it's yep. just when you start to think differently in the world around you, you see the world differently. You know, it's the same thing with, you know, when you, you know, are more accountable or you're taking more responsibility for the things happening in your life, for your thoughts, feelings, and actions, you know, you're going to see differences around you. So I think that's, and when you surrender to that, you know, it's, it's, you're definitely going to have momentum moving forward. That's a great point, yeah. Gary. Yeah, I just mm-hmm. I think that uh, I can't remember exactly how Wayne Dyer says that, but he says change, you know, change the way you think and change. I don't know, you know, his like his little mantra that change he, your thoughts he, and change the world. I think is what it is. Yeah, something, like, something that. like that. Yeah, yeah. And I just I remember reading uh, his book, The Power of Intention, and mm-hmm. how he was able to totally change the way he thought about his father and, and that whole experience and how he, it just really 
resonated with me and was a an opportunity for me to really look at things differently. You know, it's if you look at things differently, then things will be different. <laughs> you know, but why? You know, it, it's like, oh, that's a good idea. <laughs> you know. <laughs> mm-hmm. Now, can I ask you both? I know, like the fly tools are unbelievable tools to move us forward and to, you know, help us and support us as we, you know, navigate change and, you know, work towards, you know, moving off of our wheel of fear and onto our wheel of freedom. You know, are there other things besides the tools that you use to keep yourself accountable or to, um, you know, your build build up your accountability? Well, I I keep a, a planner. I keep a planner that helps me with my to to be accountable to my time, um, and I'm a list maker, and those things really support me. And I'll even add things to my list that I've done during the day, so I can check them off if I didn't have them on my list, because it just makes me feel um, accountable and it makes me feel responsible. So, for me, I have a morning routine that I stick to religiously that um, helps me to be accountable for the for my attitude for the day. And then I have a planner that I I write down. Well, it's like a daily log, but it's not exactly the daily log that we have in Fearless Living. But it's the same, yep. the same principle. It's the same principle, and uh, that really helps me a lot. If I, in fact, if I miss a day, I'll go back and fill that day in, just because I want to be able to say what my wins were for that day, and what my, what I'm going to do next to be more effective tomorrow. So that's a part of my my little daily log planner is what were my wins today, and what am I going to do tomorrow to um, move forward, you know, just a little bit further. I just want to take a few steps every day. And get yep. better and uh, more responsible. So that's that's a tool I use, which is is sort of like the daily log, which is uh, Rhonda Britton's anecdote to excuses. And so I I use that daily as well as my gratitude and acknowledgement journal. Nice, nice. Mm-hmm. How about you, yeah, Kelly? Any, any proactive, yeah, in the sense of proactive behaviors, um, prayer is one of probably the biggest tools that I use. Um, and just reading, um, reading inspirational things. So there's, um, I read my scriptures every day and then, um, or I try to every day, um, in my morning routine. And then there's also other books that I, that I read. Um, um, I have study materials that I read and then also, um, fearless, uh, not fearless, sorry. Peaceful Living um, is an, uh, it's a daily it's a daily book about needs actually mm-hmm. um, and just helping us be more mindful of our needs and the needs of others and how we can um, try to meet those needs equally. Um, so she calls it a daily meditation for living with love, healing, and compassion, and it's by Mary McKenzie. Um, yeah, I bought it. Because you suggested it. Oh, you did? Yeah. Yeah, I got it yesterday. It was a book. Cool. I'm glad. Um, It was a book recommended by um, Rhonda Britton, but also other coaches in our community. And so so I got it. And um, I really love, I don't get to it every day, but I really love when I do. It, um, 
it uh, inspires me. Um, but yeah, I have a daily routine um, or a morning routine that I do. And I don't always study or read the same thing, but I give myself that time to kind of do whatever I need to do to kind of take care of myself in the morning before all of my, um, you know, all of my, my jobs start. So I take care of myself first. And then, you know, I start waking the kids up and making breakfast and lunches and making sure they get out the door on time um, and and stuff. So it, it, it's a way that I can put myself first. Um, so that's something that I, that I do. Um, and I try to set up ways to make things easier for myself. Um, anything that I'm uh, – so that I can stay committed to the promises that I've made to myself. So if I make a promise to myself, I try to do – whatever I can to, um, to make it easy for me to do it. So um, we have just about three minutes left, and we actually have a caller. I don't know who they are, but um, I figure maybe they have a question. And so, caller, we're going to bring you on the air. Yes, and this is Mike. Hi, Hi Mike. Mike. How are you doing tonight? A, yeah. Thank you very much. Uh, I have a question. If, uh, say, you are okay. living uh, in a, so so say, you know, you have a house, and the next house to mm -hmm. you is got graffiti on it, what you have to uh -huh. do? Please. Does someone live in the house? Do you have neighbors, or it's an empty house? Mm. Uh, no, say neighbors, neighbors. Neighbors? Um. I mean, yes. offhand, I would, I would um, offer my assistance in helping them paint over it. Oh, oh, that's that's what you have. But they have to do it, or whatever the county, or or whatever it is, right? I mean, in USA. I mean, for example. I mean, uh, I, I uh, don't know. I don't know if they would have to. I mean, if if it's their home and that's how they want their home to look then they can have it uh, look that way. But I thought you meant like someone graffitied their house. Um, I think, yeah, graffiti, but, yeah, graffiti is a black paint, etc. But what would happen mm -hmm. in that case? You know, I'm not sure. I would talk to your neighbors about it. You know, it's an opportunity to have a conversation and get them get to know them better. No, no, not, not for me. This is see a, what the, oh, sorry. Yeah, this is not a story from my relatives somewhere else in USA, but that's fine. But 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 so basically, you say they have to somehow maybe so they have a right to put anything on their things. Then you'd really have to I check with their, so. with their township to see what they to see if there's rules or uh -huh. or if you live in a community that has associations or rules um, because you know. In most cases, homeowners can do whatever they want with their houses, but there are, you know, township rules and, and community rules that they might not need to adhere to. Yeah. Uh -huh. I mean, unless it's okay. something that's vulgar or, like, a bad word um, or something like that, then I think that their neighbors can can paint their house however they want. But yeah, I would look into it and oh, I'd have a I conversation. It, it falls mm -hmm. on the freedom again. It's, it's right now with the political division in the United States is is anybody can do anything pretty much and is 
get get away with the murder, I guess. Well, hopefully not that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I know. I hopefully well, not, but it's in it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, we're Thank out of time tonight. Thanks, Mike. Okay. Yeah. I appreciate mm-hmm. you. <laughs> Thank Bye-bye. you. Thank you for listening. You're welcome. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, that was an interesting question. I appreciate it. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think, you know, as we, um, as we live in neighborhoods and communities, we have opportunities to have fearless conversations with people. And, um, and so, you know, um, it was an interesting opportunity to think about that. Any last words, yes. ladies? I just think this is a really important step in the in your whole in the process of moving forward and change. Um, again, not always not always looked on as the most positive um, step, but I really think once you actually dig into it, it really it really can make a huge amount of changes in your life. So it is it does turn into more of a positive step. At least that's been my experience and the experience of my clients. Absolutely. Absolutely. I agree. I think that the more um, accountable we are to ourselves, um, the the more confident we'll be um, and um, more more willing to step out of our comfort zone and really go for and, and reach those things that we are wanting for ourselves in our lives. Agreed. Terry? Yep. Great conversation. Oh, there she is. Yeah. All right. Well, everybody, we thank you so much for coming. We thank you, Trish, for being here. We appreciate you staying up till midnight with us. And uh, we appreciate all you listeners who keep coming back each week. And we ask you to keep doing that. Also, we'd love for you to call in, like Mike tonight, or uh, to interact with us either on our website or uh, on uh, Facebook. So please uh, do so. And until next time, everybody, be fearless. Be fearless. Be fearless. Thank you, ladies.